What's up? Welcome to this week's sermon podcast of Living Word Pretoria East. Here, you can listen to our latest weekly sermon for your spiritual growth. We believe that this message will really bless you. Amen and amen. I want to do something strange. If you're in a battle currently, I want you to stand. A battle, any battle, may it be something that you're trusting God for, any battle that you know that you're wanting an end result, which you know there's a word spoken over your life. You know that something, there's a fulfillment that needs to take place. Something needs to change. Something has to happen. I want to tell you today, it's in the middle of this cry that God is saying to you today, you are the best place you can ever be. You're at the best place you can ever be. And today, I want to encourage you to persevere. I want to tell you today that there's a promised land. There's a land that's filled with milk and honey, which is yours, which is yours, which is yours. And God is saying to you today, I've called you by your name. Every battle is mine and the victory is yours. Every battle is mine and the victory is yours. You are called to be a king. The Bible speaks about we are king of kings. You are called to be a king. Can you take it today and say, Father, I take my kingdom and I will move it by force, by your power and by your might. Not out of my own strength, Father, but out of what you've placed inside of me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that we can be a living sacrifice. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You can sit down. I want to start off. All of us know the story about Moses. You must bear with me this morning. He was born in a time where the king, Pharaoh, killed every boy because the Israelites were taking over. And in that time, Moses was born. And when his mother gave birth, she kept him for about three months. And then she realized she can't hide him anymore. He needs to go. She made the basket, placed him on the Nile River, and she sent him. She sent him. If you feel like an orphan this morning... I want to tell you, there's a promise. If you feel like Moses on the Nile River in a basket, don't know where you're heading at, there's a promise. There's a promise. What happened with Moses' life? He killed the Egyptian because the Egyptian were in battle with the Hebrew. He fled. And he became a shepherd. And while he went the field, God revealed himself in the burning bush. We all know the story. And God called him and said, Moses, he said, yes, here I am. And the first thing God asked Moses is to go back. 
the Israelites were crying out. I've heard their voice. They were crying out. If you sit in front of me and say, I'm crying out, Father, release me from this bondage. God heard the cry of the Israelites. He sent Moses to go. And Moses responded. And he said, why, why me? Why me? Anyone else? I can't even speak properly. Why me? If you feel like not going, there's maybe thousands and thousands of people that will be loosened out of bondage because of your obedience. Can you hear me this morning? Even though you feel like an orphan, even though you feel I'm not worthy, even though you feel I can't speak in front of people, but it's a decision that you need to make to say, Father, I will go. There's a promise. I need to inherit something that you've placed inside of me to get thousands of people out of bondage. If we can maybe get Exodus 3, 19, I think, on, on please. And Moses said unto God, Who am I? That was correct. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and say that I bring forth the children of Israel? In Exodus 33 verse 19, But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go. I know the king of Egypt will not let you go. Sorry, ABT meets 3 verse 19. Forer will not let you go, church. Your environment will not let you go, church. Opinions of people will not let you go. It will, Pharaoh will not let you go. If we can maybe have that verse on again, please. Look at that. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless, unless, compelled by a mighty hand. Pharaoh will not let you go until you decide you want to go and you can't leave Pharaoh without the mighty hand of God upon your life. This is not only a hand of protection, this is not only a hand of provision, but this is a hand, a mighty hand of power that will take you out of that bondage, that will take you out of that place where you feel stuck, where you feel Pharaoh, keep me in bondage, where you feel the opinions of people are busy keeping me at a place where I can't leave. But God is saying to you, unless a mighty hand, a mighty hand forward will leave you. Can you see that you've called, you are called by your name? There's a mighty hand upon your life. You can get out of this. You can get out of this. Amen. So my first question to you this morning is, can you answer? Can you answer? Can you open that door? Can you say, yes, I'm willing. I'm willing to go. Even though it feels 
I'm in bondage. Even though it feels I'm in bondage. And a little bit further um, in Exodus 4, verse 1 to 4. Then Moses answered, But behold, they will not believe me or listen to my voice, for they will say, The Lord did not appear to you. If you feel powerless, if you feel, what if people don't like me? What if people's opinions will be different than what I've expected? What if my boss thinks different about me? What about this one? What about that one? But what if they don't believe me? The mighty hand is upon you. The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? What is that in your hand? He said, A staff. And he said, Throw it on the ground. So So he threw it on the ground and became a serpent. And Moses ran from it. But the Lord said to Moses, put out your hand and catch it by the tail. So he put out his hand and caught it and became a staff in his hand. Church, can you sacrifice your comfort zone? You see, Moses went in the field as a shepherd. His staff was used as his comfort zone. God have placed something in your hand the comfort of being where you are. God is asking, what's in your hand? What is in your hand, church? What is the seed that's inside of you? And God said, threw it on the ground, and it became a serpent. The very thing that he feared because he ran away. The Bible says he ran away. Does the promise look too big? But God can use the very thing that brings the comfort in your life to bring it back a staff so it can move in power. To use a staff to open the Red Sea. Use a staff. What is in your hand that is supposed to be used by God for power? If you are willing to sacrifice your comfort zone today, if you are willing to sacrifice the very thing where you feel this is where I belong. If you, if you can sacrifice today the opinions of people over your life and say, but you find where you are, you find where you are, can you say, Father, I'll give it back. He took it at the tail and it became the staff again to use for mighty power. In Romans 12, we see, can you give your body a holy sacrifice. A holy sacrifice. Can you give your body a holy altar? Can you give your body a holy altar so that God can come and respond with fire? Come on, church. Do you hear me? Can you give what's holding you back to say, Father, we need to move, but I'm, I'm willing to give this a holy sacrifice unto you? You see, when God created the heavens and the earth, He said out of the sky, the small or the stars were created. Out of the sea, the fish were created. You see, if you take the fish out of its original source, it will die. If you take you out of your original source, you will become flesh. 
you will die, but you are called to live. You are called to live in a season like this. You are called like Moses to go into the promised land, leave what is your comfort zone to move, to move. And then in this whole thing, will you give up your comfort zone? Will you say, Father, I will go. I have the mighty hand of power over me. I give my body a holy sacrifice unto him. Then the real battle begins. And I think that's a place where all of us feel that I make the right decision. Because what happened, it was a struggle for Moses to release Pharaoh, to get Pharaoh to release the Israelites into the promised land. So God sent 10 plagues. And then later on, when they were released at the Red Sea, he divided the sea for them to go through. And a little bit later on, we see a fight, a battle happening. You see, if you're willing to say yes, if you're willing to sacrifice your comfort zone, the battles will come. But I can promise you today, the word speaks, and it says the battle is not yours, but the victory. The battle is mine. Can you take it today? In the middle where you said yes, the mighty hand of power will be upon you. You can do whatever it takes you to do. And you can move. Doesn't matter what. Don't ever think I've made the wrong decision. If you made it out of a peace that surpasses all understanding, nothing, nothing can take you or hide you from a promised land that's spoken over your life. That's spoken over you. Every single one of us have a seed, church. We have a seed. If it's dormant, we pray life. And we say, Father, we will go. I will give myself, my body, everything, a holy sacrifice unto you to see your fire, to see the milk and the honey that you have chosen me to see, to drink and to eat from. Amen. But you see, church, Exodus 17, verse 8 till 16. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel. You can all read that word, no? Okay. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. You can just keep it like. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose for us men and go out and fight Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. He will go to the top of the hill. God has called you to be on top of mountains. You cannot fight a battle on the same ground as your enemy. You need to go up to the hill to fight your enemy. Where's that? It's in the holies of holies. It's in the place. It's in the holies of holies where we fight this battle. Not with the one next to you. You're fighting your own battle inside of you. Come on, church. 
Go up that hill, go up that mountain where God has called you to be a king of kings, to step in, to go to the higher point, to seek him so that he can fight for you. If we can just go to the next verse, please. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with, um, fought with Amalek, while Moses, Aaron, and her went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed, and whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it, while Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on the one side and the other on the other side, so his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. But Moses' hand... Oh, okay, that's fine. You see what happened here? He went up to the hill. You must remember, Moses were about 84 years old. They were 40 years in, in, the, in this battle, in this wilderness. We have a long time to go. But you see, in this battle, while Moses went up the hill, they fought, or they fought, they fight. And whenever Moses' hands got tired, when they rested, the Amalekites won. Whenever his hands were up, they were winning. He got tired in this battle. They gave him a stone to sit on. Who's your chief cornerstone? Where do you find your rest in the middle of a battle? They gave him a stone to sit on. Can you sit on Jesus' lap and say, I'm tired, but I want to win. I want to win this battle. And when you get tired, Pastor Wilmer spoke about an altar, family, a personal, family, corporate. Some students believe that the people that held his hand up, hands up, were angels. But we don't know. Maybe it's you and me that can help you to keep your hands up and say, no matter what, I know the call on your life. We will not sit. We will not let our hands go. But we will find rest in the one that called you by your name, the one that is your stone, the one that is your cornerstone. Hands up, lifted high in a prayer. It's an altar. You need to pray. You need to worship. And you see that Joshua means Yeshua, which means God, my Savior, God who saved. Amalek is a descendant of Esau. Esau? His flesh, his soul, his birthright for a bowl of soup. Can you see it's your flesh versus God that's fighting this battle while you're up the hill, while you're up in the mountain? God said because you're willing to sacrifice everything, because you are willing to sacrifice everything, you go up to the mountain and let me fight your battle. You go up and you pray. You go up and you pray. Find rest in him, church. In the battle, you can't go back. You see, some of the Israelites asked Moses, oh, said to Moses, you called us out of Egypt. Now we don't even have bread. It was better to stay there, even when I was in bondage, because luckily I had something to eat and drink. But God is your provider. He is the one that will take you out of that place. He is the one that will fight the battle on your way to the promised land. 
Amen. Church, if you are willing to sacrifice your everything, I will promise you that God will come through for you in the midst of this battle. You know what? There's two persons in my life that's really very close to my heart, and I never thought in my life that they will make a sacrifice. It was five years ago. It's not my testimony to tell but they made a sacrifice, even not knowing where to go, even feeling that the battle is getting worse and worse and worse. And God, where are you? We're crying out for you. Where are you? Was this all willing? Was this all part of my calling? And you know what? God's timing is perfect. You fight a battle that you don't, don't know how you will win. But God's timing is perfect. You see, Moses, all he wanted was God's glory. He wanted God's glory. If you want to see God's glory, can you give your body as an altar so that God can come and respond with fire? But you first need to leave your comfort zone. You first need to leave the opinions of people. You first need to leave that very thing that keep you in bondage and say, Father, it's you and you alone. I must start to end off. Exodus 33 verse 15 to 20. And he said to him, hey, this is Moses speaking to God and he went through all this stuff and they had a victory and God asked Moses to build an altar, which he called Jehovah Nissi. God is my banner. God is my banner. When you give yourself a living sacrifice, can you be the banner? Can you be Jehovah Nissi? Can you be that people see who is in control of your life? Because you see in 1 Peter 5, we see that be an example to the flock, but humble yourself under the mighty hand. Humble yourself under the mighty hand, but be an example to the flock. Can your life be a full sacrifice for people to see who's the one, who's the one that brought the victory in your life? And give him the glory. Apologies, Ivy team. Exodus 33, 15 to 20. And after they've won the battle and after they have got the victory and raised the altar, Moses said to God, and he said to him, if your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. Can you be at a place and say, Father, I got the victory, but I cannot move forward without you. I cannot go on without you. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not in your going with us so that we are distinct and your people from every other people on the face of the earth? First, and then the Lord said to Moses, 
This very thing that you have spoken, I will do, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by your name. If we can maybe jump to Isaiah 62, verse 2. You see, we ask, Father, how can I move forward? I've sacrificed, I said yes, I won the battle. But how can I move forward so that people around me can see the altar that I have built so that they might know that you are the one that saved me? And what did Jesus say in Isaiah? Oh, Isaiah spoke in Isaiah 62. The nations shall see your righteousness and all the kings your glory and you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give you. Come on, church. God is calling you out of your comfort zone, out of your environment, out of the name that the world has given you, out of the name that people around you is giving you. And He's calling you today and saying, I have a promised land for you. I will change your name. I will change the opinions of people around you. If you're righteous, I will change your name. If we can maybe just go to Revelation. He will change your name, church. We need to live, we need to sacrifice the comfort, the place where you feel you are. And while you're in the middle of this battle, so some of you feel, I've given everything. I'm in the middle of the battle. Keep strong, hold on. Because you were willing to sacrifice, God is on His way to bring you a miracle. A revelation. He who has an ear, let him hear. When the Spirit says to the churches, what the Spirit says to the churches, God is calling you. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna. And I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it except the one who receives it. In the old days, they used this stone as a ticket to the assemblies. God is saying to you, I give you a new name. I will write it on a white stone and I will call you to my banquet. I will call you to sit on my table. I will call you for the hidden manna. In Hebrew 12, we see the hidden manna is placed where? In the holies of holies. Where's the holies of holies? Church is inside of us. The manna, the hidden manna. You can find the hidden manna that God has placed inside of you in the holies of holies. If you're willing to give your life a sacrifice, God is saying, don't worry. You will see my glory. Maybe we can just go back to Exodus 33. Um, Claire, I think it's maybe around about verse 18. Moses said, please show me your glory. We ask for God to show us his glory. We press in for God to give us his glory. And what did God answer Moses? And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord. And I will be gracious whom I will be gracious and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, you cannot see my face for man shall not see me and live. The Bible said one day we will see him face to face. 
but he's promised you today that his goodness will go before you. He will cover you a cloud by day and a fire by night and nothing will hinder you. Nothing will stop you in this battle if you're willing to give everything and say, Father, I'm willing to sacrifice so that you can respond with fire so that I can go into a place of holies of holies and eat with you at the table because you've given me a new name and it's written on white stones. Church is not about what we get today. It's temporary. Eternal life is forever. Can you sacrifice today and move forward? Can you sacrifice today to see the glory? The glory is not always face to face. The glory is the provision. It's the riches. It's everything good so that people around you can see. It's a change in the atmosphere. You see, we speak about new seasons. But when a season change and the, what do you call it now, the leaves fall off, that tree is willing to let go of the old so that the new can come, so the new can grow. But the tree is rooted at the very same place. And God is saying, live in me, abide in me so that I can abide in you. And in due season, you will reap. You see, church, we're looking for something now. But the Bible says a thousand years is one day for God. And one day is a thousand years. We cannot accept God or see God to move immediately. He sees things differently. But if you know that there's a plan and there's a promise over your life, Hebrews says, run this race with endurance. Run this race with endurance. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. You say, all of this, this whole battle, this fighting, this going through battles, it's through faith. It's walking through fire. But God promised you today, nothing except my mighty hand. Give yourself a holy sacrifice unto me. I will call you into a place of the holies of holies and you will sit next to me. Don't worry about the things around you. Where is the time? It feels like I've only warmed up now. Are you excited? You see, I quickly want to share this. I know my husband won't mind, but he's shared us a little bit of a, a testimony from what happened to us during the week. Sometimes you sacrifice, even you don't know it. Even you don't think about it. You see, we were overseas, across the borders, in one week's time. But the call of God is something. You see, if Abram didn't, Sacrifice, Isaac, a lamb would have never been given. You see, what are you willing to sacrifice so that God can come and give you a land that's flowing with milk and honey? Amen. Let's close our eyes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your word. And Father, we, we come to you and say, Father, we are willing to raise a banner for you. We are willing to give our lives a living sacrifice 
so that people around us can see that you are Jehovah Nisi. You are the one that will fight Amalek for us for generation to generation. You are the one that will give us manna from heaven. Never ending, even though we feel there's nothing. You are the one that will give us living water out of a rock, Father, when we thirst. So, Father, we come today and we ask you, Father, come and show us your glory. Come and lead us into victory, Father. Come and teach us how to pray, how to persevere, how to see what you see, Father. May this be a season of open doors. May this be a season, Father, where new leaves will grow. May this be a season where you, where you come and you will just clothe us with abundance. And Father, we ask for that golden pot of manna to eat from and we know that we will live forever. And Father, I bless everyone here. I bless everyone here. Father, that you will come and you will just give them strength to not stop, but to persevere until the end. Even that when the enemy comes, Father, you will give them the seed that you've placed inside of him. You will change the comfort into power. In Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray that. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you would like to know more about who we are and what we do, go visit lwpe.co.za. You are formed to function. So let's build.